0: Hello and welcome to another Army Roundup podcast, it's Smorganite speaking, and I'm going to be taking you through this week um, a little bit of a different army than ones that we have on our Instagram and uh, Facebook pages and you know on our website. Um, today we're actually going to be looking at the Xenos race, so the Harlequins, Eldar and Drakari, um, or Dark Eldar. Now, um, we're looking at what I got for 7th edition, um, I know the 8th edition and... Uh, ninth edition now have happened so it might be a force that wouldn't be taken in these editions but it's what I had from um, the last edition just so that then we could talk through it and see what I've got in my collection so we'll start off on the models that I've got on the website so to start off with we have a shadow seer painted in the red and blue and yellow color scheme that I think is one of the standard troop colors um, I painted that up the week it came out. I was very excited for this model to uh, to come out, and I'd seen some pictures. I think it was in the White Dwarf before it was released, because that's how they used to um, they used to release stuff by sort of showing it in the White Dwarf and then showing it and then putting it on the website. So I was actually really excited for this one to come out. Um, and when it came, I bought all three of the main heroes, uh, so the Death Jester, the Solitaire, and the Shadow Seer. Uh, when they came out. Um, the troop I was a little bit sort of uh, daunted by. It was a daunting task to paint up some models that, you know, all of them look like they're uh, uh, got checkered patterns and stuff on. So I thought I'd just stick to heroes for now. Um, and that's what I did. I bought the three heroes and... And the codex, and luckily the uh, there was a formation that meant that I could just take just those three, and those ones served me very, very well. Um, I actually ended up naming all the uh, um, the characters my my own names, and because of just how well they were serving me. Now that I think the formation was called the hero's path and it gave you stealth and shrouded, shrouded and stealth stealth and shrouded so you had a two-up cover save in when you're in cover and i just absolutely loved that i thought it was one of the greatest things these harlequins were either too fast or too sort of hidden away that you couldn't really shoot much at them and kill them because they could sort of hide behind walls and stuff so yeah i got the hero's path and i used them with my eldar to start off with they were sort of a just an additional formation for my for my Eldar which was quite a nice sort of joint army that I put together which I felt was quite nice to have uh, access to and be able to put two armies together on one battlefield. I was one of those guys that had all the Wraith Knight Uh, I did have 12 at one point. I think I've sort of given some away and sold some others um, since. Uh, So I don't actually have all those Wraith Knight anymore. But yes, I was one of those that had lots of Wraith Knight for, you know, the the Windrider host and then as many Wraith Knight as I could fit in alongside the Hero's Path. Now, the Death Jester's rules, I remember they were a lot of fun in 7th edition. As I say, I don't know what they are in 9th edition or the current edition. So I'm only talking about the 7th edition uh, memories that I. I've got of this this army so yeah, that's uh that's what we're talking about today. So I also um, put together some um, other bits of Harlequins. I am actually put together the um, Serpent's Brood formation because I thought that one was the coolest one. It was the biggest one. It gave me access to a bit of everything. So Void Weavers, Sky Weavers, um, Star Weavers. You know, it gave me the the fast attacks, the troops, um, and you know, I bought them so that I could you know have this full army of Harlequins which was cool and i really enjoyed painting them um, i didn't paint as many as i wanted to purely because time uh, interest, I got very distracted and worked on other things um, <clears> at <throat> Wraith Night, um, but the, the the fact that I got this Harlequin army and it is still in my possession, it is just in boxes um, at the moment, in cases, um, so maybe it is one day going to be time to get them out and actually finish painting them, which would be nice, it would be a nice trip down memory lane to actually be able to get these painted. Onto the Eldar now, um, I've sort of mentioned a little bit about what I did, um, I got the um, the Windrider host when the new Wind Riders came out, purely because it was uh, it... a... <laughs> I don't want to say I, I wanted to abuse the rules, um, but I did. I I just thought you know it's it's cool. I'm playing with professional players. I was playing with sort of the two guys, one of them who owns it, um, the Tabletop Tactics guys. So I was sort of playing against um, quite uh, regular opponents who were doing very competitive lists. So I sort of felt like I wanted to to join in on that. So I got the WinRider host, got some spare bikes just so that I had some, but I didn't. Count on using all those. What I did was I put the bare minimum of the Windrider host in and then made as many Wraith Knights fill the space that I had left. And that worked well for me. There were games where I got beaten um, badly uh, against uh, Spider's Dark Eldar. I got very, very, very. destroyed <laughs> um, but there were games where I absolutely obliterated my opponent I remember one time at Covent Garden I was playing with some of the, the regulars and we were playing a 2v2 and my friend who was on my team was late um, for some reason and I put down my 1250 point army I think it was only two race nights in that and the enemy the, my, the, my opponents had put down their 2500 point army and I said, oh, let's just get started, see who goes first. And I went first and managed to get rid of an Imperial Knight and uh, one of the Dark, uh, Dark Angels flyers. Uh, I forget what they're called because I, I don't have one in my collection um but I managed to get rid of it with one race Knight. So one cannon on each hand kind of thing got rid of a Knight and a, a Flyer. So I was very, 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 very impressed with those. And then when my teammate turned up, he sort of was a bit shocked that I'd you know, taken on the biggest things in the army straight away. So, yeah, that worked quite nicely, um, having the Dark Eldar at uh, the Eldar Army Um there. With that, I did get a couple of Guardians and some Phoenix Lords and stuff. Morgan Ra was one of my favourite Phoenix Lords just because he is so badass. I just thought it was a model that I had to get. Um, I didn't really get any of the other sort of Aspect Warriors or anything I just sort of kept it to the Guardians The um, oh, I got some of the Vol's Wrath uh, batteries so some of the extra D weapons purely because um, I put together an Eldar list to take on a Warlord um, at 3000 points and it was literally Vol's Wraths um, as many of them as I could get um, in this army that would take on a warlord so that I just got enough D shots to you know do some damage to it um, So I did have a few of those. I did get some war walkers um, Now the reason I got the war walkers was because one of the formations in the gathering storm series so the final um, seventh edition books, uh, where Gulliman actually came back. There was a formation where you could take uh, War Walkers, and I had a few lying around. And I thought, do you know what? That would be quite nice to be able to actually build up and paint some War Walkers, something that's a bit different, and have this like all vehicle list for for Eldar. So I do have some War Walkers somewhere. Um, which again needs to be found and painted up um but at the same time there's uh, there's no rules for them in in heresy so if we did it it would be us venturing back to 7th edition which I have no problem with if I use my Eldar, for sure um but I know Croydon's expressed an interest if if ever we did go back to uh 7th edition she's expressed an interest in my my Eldar. um so I said I'd do uh, Imp- Astra Militarum Imperial Guard so we'll uh <laughs> We'll see how that one pans out if we venture backwards. And finally, uh, Dark Eldar, so Drakari. Now, this was the army I actually started with um, in the uh, Eldari faction. Um, I got to start off with uh, the Arkan model, uh, the Homunculi, and um, some more of the uh, Kabbalite warriors, I think they are. Uh, the ones that have the guns, not the witches and yeah it was basically a a gun um, line so i'd have like lots of cabalite warriors in venoms um, have as many shooting out as I could whilst they're trying to drive around and collect objectives. So yeah, that was pretty much the plan for the Dark Eldar. Now the, um, the the Dark Eldar did grow. I got a few witches and a succubus and things like that. So I managed to sort of go into the combat drug side of things where they could um, take the combat drugs to make themselves better at something per game. Um, but um, uh, unfortunately, I didn't actually delve too deep into it. I did get things like the uh, the grotesques or the racks and things like that so it fit in with the homunculi homunculus theme um and i did get uh rackarth the uh, named homunculi as well just so that i'd got sort of you know a couple of characters here and there lelith i got lelith um i think she'll be a model that everyone can remember that uh the uh, the model is yeah very revealing for you know what what it was um, a model basically with no battle armour at all just sort of you know very scampily clad um, lady which you know is sort of a sign of the times that you know it was a sort of but plot armor worked better than battle armor kind of thing. So yeah, I did get a Lilith um, and that was sort of the Dark Eldar side. Now, I did have a flyer as well. I had one of the razor wings and a Void Raven, so I got one of each. But on the razor wing, I was actually quite proud. I mentioned it quite a lot because it is a model that I'm sort of proud of. Um, Me and some of my flatmates, we were actually having a party to celebrate someone's birthday, I believe. And um, I woke up the next morning to the checkered patterns all done. I drank a lot that night and must have painted it in my uh, in my drunken stupor. So that model is one that I've I've touched up a little bit just to sort of highlight some of the the shit, the checkers. Um, But yeah, it's not been touched really since. So that that Dark Eldar army was a lot of uh, raiders and venoms and you know fast attack stuff, um, scourges, things like that. So yeah, that was sort of the fast, hard hitting glass cannon with a lot of splinter and splinter racks purely for the the four plus to wound um obviously the the i don't think it had ap that would bother a space marine or anything so yeah that was sort of the the the, the dark eldar side of things now the harlequins were the love they were the thing that drove me into eldar um purely because the i just thought the models were so awesome the new death jester shadow and um solitaire To me just it just stood out from everything else that Games Workshop was producing at the time and the troops as well. The fact that I know you you sort of get five or six troops in a box, that's not many, but just the poses, I think they're so perfect for what the Harlequins are, and the background um, of where the Harlequins sort of come from, and each each uh, war is um, sort of an act of theatre, so yeah, definitely one of my favourite armies, being a drama student too, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it actually for, for the Xenos Eldari, Eldari faction, um, I'll talk about some Necrons in the coming weeks, um, that'll be another army that I I I do a focus on but again these are sort of 7th edition armies not really 8th or 9th edition so it's it might be a bit outdated some of the the information that I'm passing on but yeah so that's pretty much it um if you made it this far thank you very much for listening and take care